From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me as always is Mr. Corey Banky, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. We are ready to talk some Packers. I'm coming to you live from the LiveX studio in Midtown Manhattan. Corey joins us live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field. Corey, what do we have on tap today? Today, we move past the disappointment of the loss to the Kansas City Chiefs and look ahead to Sunday's showdown with the Seattle Seahawks. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good. We got Chris Barnes smoking some fools. We got the bad. We got Matt. What the hell was that game plan, Lafleur? We got the ugly. We got special teams because any time you can cost mm. yourself a game, you gotta Yikes. do it. Banky, yikes! How you doing, buddy? Yikes! Yikes! I'm doing you. good. I'm doing good. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. this. Packer Here we go. We get live. I'm ready for this? Although you know, as we've touched on before, you're not a transplant. Hey. Anymore. You're literally across the street from Mecca. I mean, Never you're, gets you're old, buddy. You're. You're a transplant Never in the sense old. of you're across Lombardi Ooh. Avenue. That's that's how far yeah, you've I'm, traveled. Yep, it's true. It's true. It's a true story. Uh, you know what? It's a great place. It's a great place to look at. It's a great place to be next to. It's a great place to be associated with. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing I, There's nothing. Nothing bad about it. You know what? You know what I'm saying? It sounds like some hotness. It sounds like some hotness like going it. on over there. I'm ready for the hotness. Are you ready? Oh, I'm, I'm excited you for, ready the for the hotness. Yeah, We're going to get the hotness rolling right this. away here. Let's do it. Let's get the hotness. Oh yeah. Doop, 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 Always doop, good doop. to wait get till some the, hotness. The piano comes in. Ooh, baby. <laughs> There's a right. lot of hotness that's, today. That's a lot that's the most hotness <laughs> we've ever had. I will say though, there was only one play this week. Every week it it you know, it's it can be tough about what should be the hotness, but I think yeah. we would all agree on this one. You know, let, let's roll this Austin because ladies and gentlemen, Chris Barnes did not come to to you know make friends here look at that play oh my goodness this is a green bay packers linebacker saying no you shall not enter the end zone oh banky that's the hotness right there that's what i'm talking about i like it that gets you pumped up lot lots to like about it yes yes there is you know what uh you know there's a lot to like about that i don't know about the news though you ready to venture into the news banky because there's a bit of it Unfortunately, yes. All right, here we go. We got some Packers news, of course, leading with Rodgers. One Aaron Charles Rodgers could return for this yeah. Seahawks game. Might have number twelve back under center. Has it's some, happening. Some medical hurdles he still has to clear per his interview with. Pat it's like McAfee a doctor hurdle, week. right? Yeah. Uh, well, That's it, right? Physical things. Uh, the heart, I think, is a big component here oh, as far yeah, as yeah, yeah. how his body and his heartbeat, heart rate respond to physical exertion because by all accounts from Aaron himself he hasn't been doing a ton he's been you know he literally said he watched the game lying down so um, mm -hmm. I think you know he's he's kind of ramping up to a full workout and then he'll get going as the week goes on and then Saturday obviously he'll be back inside the building so we'll see what Doc McKenzie says at that point um, and of course the big news all over the internet today Banky Odell Beckham Jr. former Giant and Browns wide receiver is a free agent 
And the news breaking literally just before we went live is that he's going to take a couple days to make his decision. <laughs> so anyone waiting for some breaking story tonight can just chill, cool your jets, crack open a beer, yeah. watch some Packer transplants because no Odell Beckham yep. decision happening tonight. Um, Speaking of beer, I never got one, so I guess I'm going to have to do this do you show need me to, I can vamp if you need to go get one. No, no. Right. Oh, no. we can get I like the doing news. this sober. Whatever we need to do. Yeah. Um, oh, there's news? Yeah, I didn't we realize. got more news. We got Kenny Clark and Kingsley <sighs> Kiki both practicing today, which, of course, Ooh, is good stuff. That's exciting. Uh, Kiki I like that. coming off that concussion from a couple weeks ago. Kenny Clark, we all saw, leave the game early in Kansas City. Uh, both limited, but practicing. That bodes well. I like it. Trending in the right direction. Like to see that. Yes. Um, yes. Next up, that building across the street from you, sir, doing some yes. doing some dirty deeds because they got fined. The Packers oh. fined for COVID protocol violations. Three hundred thousand big ones. You know what that means? It's time for another stock sale, so they can. It's like the Packers fan equivalent of a GoFundMe to help fund Ooh. all the Packers' dirty deeds behind closed doors when they're doing bad things when it comes to COVID protocols. Three hundred grand. This is this is ridiculous. Obviously, it's a wrist slap for everybody involved. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard both got fined as well. I hope they can just kind of put this chapter behind them now. Uh, and finally, I feel like I feel like no, though. Yeah. Here's the thing about this. Oh, here's the thing about this. And I, I want to put a lot behind me, but mm-hmm. I feel like the NFL should only be allowed to use this money for good. Okay. Right, like the fining of players for infractions on the field that all goes into a pool that gets disseminated to different charities selected by the NFLPA. I'd be down for that. That would be a great idea. That would be that. a great idea. I, I'd be all for it. But that. then here's what you would do, right? The teams that get – you basically have regions, right? So that so you have to donate to charities based Within on proportion the, by who gets like, – right? It's like – Like a Wisconsin charity or at least a Midwest charity should receive this. Midwest money. charity, right? There's a Chicago or Milwaukee yeah. or some kind of whatever that. charity that's like that Three hundred grand's not going to pay for Goodell who's making 26 mil this year, right? 20-something <laughs> around mil. there. That feels low, but, yeah, he's making a lot. Lots of mills. 67 mil? That, that feels I don't know. Lots correct. of mills. He was making 40 it's a, a lot of mills. Ago, so, yeah. It's, no it's all it. of the mills. Many it's M's, all of the mills. Many M's. Uh, and finally, last bit, yes. of, bit of news, leaving it on a high note. Didn't want to leave it on a downer. Uh, we got David Bakhtiari back in the mix at practice, officially activated to the 53-man roster Woo! earlier today. Got to love it. Got 69 to is back. Love it. Love me some Bakhtiari. I like it. He's at practice. Doesn't necessarily mean he's automatic to play on Sunday. Matt LaFleur put that right out there on Monday. So we'll see what happens throughout the week, see how it trends, as they like to say. But he is back. He's on the roster, hopefully starting on Sunday against the Seahawks. You ready to talk some offense there, Benke? Let's do it. Some offense. Do it. I would like to see you some know, offense. Oh, we wait. A, Are we talking about the Packers? We, we yeah, have a weekly Packers. show. With a gentleman named yeah. AJ Dillon, uh, yes. he's a running back for the Green Bay Packers, and yes. you know he he was ripping off some fine runs there early in that game, and then kind of got forgotten about until later in the game when they had to rev him back up. And I just kind of got to wondering, and I got a lot of questions about it on Packers Daily. Uh, one of which mm-hmm. I actually thought was really good because it's something I hadn't thought of before. So I thought, you know what, when it comes to the running back rotation and how they're used, and you know which guy's going out there when, I thought I'd pose it to Coach and then follow up with, so what the hell is the plan here, Coach? 
And uh, I'm not so sure he loved the question, but you can be the judge. I feel like he didn't. Take a I watched this. Take I watched this. Let's take a look. I don't think he liked you for this. Coach, I got a two-parter on your running back tandem here. Do you ever have a check-in with the analytics folks in-game when it comes to how guys are performing? Like, let's say Aaron's getting, you know, whatever after contact or AJ's doing whatever in the passing game. Is there ever a moment where you're asking the analytics folks in-game about performance? And after that, do you feel like you need to do maybe a better job of riding the hot hand? Right now, it seems like you guys are really kind of you get a guy going and then he's off and then there's a guy back on later. And it just seems kind of like at the whims of, I'm not sure what. Yeah, no, that's, it's nothing I've ever um, talked to any analytical people in game. I think it's more of a feel and, you know, a lot of times going into games, we have a rotation for those guys in terms of how we're going to use them, especially in the first half In the second half, that's when you can kind of more or less, lean on the hot hand or, or whatever it may be. But I think Ben does a great job of, of um, you know, using both both of those guys and, and subbing them in, in and out. And, um, you know, I guess I got to do a better job in your eyes. Thanks, Thanks coach. Thanks, guys. <laughs> We're just trying to get answers to questions here. You know, okay, there's. There's two things in coach's body language, and you know, oh, you know, boy. coach doesn't want to say, you know, I love you, so you see, keep doing what you're doing right there. <laughs> All right, so um, here's the thing that's funny. There's one thing where he almost does a spit take. Like, I was thinking to myself, like, where he's drinking the water, and it's like, dude, if he did a spit take right there, that would be so gold for the credits. Then the second time, he goes, he, he does this, like, thing with his mouth. Hold on, he is. Like, it's almost like he's starting the word F. You know what I mean? It's like he's he's starting. It's like he's doing this to you, Nagler. I could see him be like, you know, then he likes thinking about the question. And it's funny as he's answering the question, he's like he's like reliving your question about the analytics. So he's kind of laughing about it. Like, ha, 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 you thought you could get me with this. Anal- I don't ask no analytics guys questions during the thing, which where did that come from? By the, the way, daily like, what chat. Is this Literally idea? someone had a super chat this morning asking that exact like, question. Does he go, what are the analytics of Aaron Rodgers right now? No, it's, I thought it was a good question in the sense of, it's not something I would expect okay. him to do. It's not something like, my, I think What's I said. That's our DVOA, people. Well, exa- well, right. I, I did in the <laughs> moment on daily. I think I said like I don't think so, but that's a really good question. I'd love to ask Coach. And since I'm able to ask Coach questions, Coach questions, why not? Right. Um. So he Daylight. answered as I, I can. I still can't believe that. By the he way, he answered as we'll, I. We'll, just, we'll we'll save that for another day. Yeah. True. Um. Very true. Yeah. Of course he did. He. It was a. But he. I, I mean, coach. it was He's kind awesome. of what I expected him to answer with. But I thought it was a really good question, and it was something I wasn't a hundred percent sure on. So I thought I'd ask. And I think, yeah, I think it's a good question, but I also think when you think it through, like it's just funny. Like it's the second quarter, right? And he's like, "How many times have we used AJ Dillon? And what How is his yards after used... contact? And should I put him in the game now? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I know, I know. That's what I mean. Like, I didn't expect him to go any other way than he did. Um, you know where I did expect him to go though is protecting his young fucking quarterback in his first NFL start, mm. and for whatever reason. That didn't seem to be the priority on Sunday. Now, you can talk about the protection problems, which certainly were rampant. But you know how you really protect a young quarterback? You run the football. And this is twofold. Like, the blitzes were there for everybody to see. It was very obvious as the game went on that they were going to blitz the hell out of Jordan Love. And for whatever reason, they never really changed tacks. Matt mentioned it after the game. 
But, man, when your solution to repeated blitzing is to keep trying to throw to Devontae Adams downfield, you need to be able to – I understand the game plan is a thing that you work on all week, but, man, you got to have a better feel and ability to just tweak things a little bit. I don't think you can ever completely throw out the game plan or anything like that. I think, you know, halftime yeah. adjustments, what have you, that gets talked about a lot. I think a lot gets made out of that in the media that isn't kind of real when it comes to the actual game of football in the NFL. However – you like there's a point where you've got to have a few other tricks in your bag coming into the game in your game plan. If throwing back shoulder or nine routes to Devonte isn't the answer, very apparently after two or three attempts, maybe it's time to cook some other meal. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, to me that was uh, disappointing. Disappointing is the word I would use. Um, and you know the other thing I thought about when I was looking back at that game and kind of rewatching it a few times, it did remind me, and I think we talked about this uh, on the post game show when I was on uh, iHeart. They uh, didn't really go to a short passing game, like the no, short controlled no. passing game that you and I have loved forever. Like yep. I get like getting your quarterback out of the pocket or moving things or whatever. They kept and Matt again. This is something else he mentioned: is the long developing routes. Well, get to your short game. Yep. I, yeah. It just—it just never kind we of. We don't have a short game this year. I period. Really have. We don't. Really? We don't actually have a short game. They, we basically have some plays have checkdowns in them mm. that sometimes are utilized, right. and that's pretty much what we do. Yeah. So, and it's funny because McVay went through the same thing in in L.A. a couple years ago in the Super Bowl with Belichick when, you know, they basically dared them to throw it and they couldn't because they couldn't hold up up front. And the guys couldn't get downfield mm-hmm. quick enough. Um, and McVeigh could never get. It's never so weird to too, game, you know. It's so weird too because our short game is a series of wide receiver uh, and running back screens <laughs> that be. look a, yeah, like absolutely. really weird. No, we we have some yeah. of that which we didn't run. Right. We didn't run a lot of that. Yeah, we we. But also, like, how many slants did we run? You know, they like ran a even few like and, and, and a few. They missed like on one. Or one. Two. Jordan hit uh, Devontae perfect on one, and Devontae got in. Uh, interference call on another, but man, I would have just kept going to it over and over. I'd much prefer that yeah. than the stuff downfield. But that's all personal opinion, reflection, whatever. You know, I know they. That's uh, why I don't talk, talk about, about play calling because I don't like to. Because yeah, I love to. It's, it's all your I preference. do. It's how I work. It's how I roll. Uh, let's uh, flip over to the defensive side of the ball, shall we? Take a look at uh, the 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 side of the ball that, frankly, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely dominated that game, and it was a real shame. That they had to take the L. <laughs> they really did. I mean, well, and God. and uh, the only thing that the that the defense did not do was take over the game, and that's the only thing they did. They did everything in their power to win that game, except actually just taking it over and winning the game. Which, well, which almost happened near the end. Yep. I was and, just going to say they there had were that, some opportunities. It was close. They 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 had two almost turnovers, right? And they've been doing a very good job of forcing turnovers this year. They didn't force one in that game. Came close two times, maybe three if you're being picky, but um, more generous. But, yeah, I, but you can't fault them. You hold a team to 13 points, that's a game you should win. I don't care who's starting it's a great, quarterback. Yes, you know what 100%, I mean? Like, that, that is a game that it was an absolute shame that they had to lose it. Um, the thing that I was really impressed with, going back and looking at the game, it's not something that I don't think you and I really appreciated while we were watching it live on Watch Party. But, man, to come into that game already down Kiki – You've got Dean Lowry on a pitch count, 
And then you lose mm. Kenny Clark 20-some snaps into the game. TJ Slayton showed up, man. Now, this kid, he's nice. been playing a little bit more. We knew he was going to. We knew. The last couple weeks, you know, but he was thrust into a major role. And it's not like the tape was great across the board. There were plenty of plays where he got washed out too high with his pads, etc. But, man, he put some really nice stuff on tape. And he did so, you have to think, as, you know, probably a guy who wasn't in the mix as much as he, he actually ended up being during the week when they were practicing. A lot of that was obviously probably, they were thinking, going to be Kenny's job. But, man, TJ showed up. That's promising. That is really great to see. It's really great. Just for his development, if nothing else. Um, but, yeah, yeah it, was, it was great. And Heflin, Jack Heflin got involved. So he got, I think, about 10 snaps, a little, the trash can full of dirt, got a little, uh, got a little run. So, man, that was, that was great to see. Uh, a team that, was, that, that has, for the last, what, year, we've talked about offensive line – or, sorry, defensive line depth uh, being, a, being an issue. Well, that defensive line depth really stepped up against Kansas City. That was uh, encouraging. Um, you know who else showed up, Corey? You know who else showed Who's up that? in this game? One Chandon Sullivan. We talk about a guy who, mm. again, probably didn't expect to play nearly as much as he did, given that Eric no. Stokes was lost in pregame warm-ups. you got to think that affected the rotation <laughs> in the defensive backfield. Um, and it sucks that the final play, so many Packers fans were getting on him after the game on social media. Fucking being idiots. I hate it. But it's like if you look at that play, he's got good coverage for the most part. It's just allowed to go on forever. You know, they flush Mahomes out of the pocket. Gary is close to getting to the quarterback, but Mahomes makes a great play, and yep. Chandon slips. You know, and I just hate that that's kind of the defining image for some fans because he played yep. a really good game. Again, probably after not practicing a whole lot with the starters and with the major rotation throughout the week. So I just I wanted to give him a shout-out because I thought it was a really good performance. And there were times when he was soloed up on Tyreek freaking Hill, and he held his own. You know, he, yes, he allowed, well, he allowed some things, but you're going to at that position, you know? Well, and I think the bigger point here is what is the secret sauce to um, Barry's defense this year? What is the difference? Like, was was it really that, you know, the last three years we had the talent and we just didn't know how to put it all together? Mm. Or, I mean, it seems to be like not to start a narrative or start some kind of thread, but I the way that this defense has coalesced around an idea and, and gotten so good that you literally as a Packer fan are having whiplash this season, right? We've, we've spent so long being sitting at like, you know, if we're 15, we're like, oh, my God, we're 15, ranked 15th. You know, anywhere from, like, 15th to, like, really low in the bottom of the barrel for defense across the board. And you got to say, situational football-wise for the defense is really good. When you look at individual stats along the defense as far as a team defense goes, they don't really jump out. But the overall effect of the defense is one of, of definitely a top five defense, if not a top three defense in the NFL right now. And it's incredible to see that happen after such mediocrity. Um, you know, shit, well, the last what's, eight, what's nine crazy, years. It's, it's incredible. What's crazy coming off last year or the last couple years is how the defense played so poorly early in the year and then kind of improved as the year went on. 
you could make the argument that we've seen something similar this season. It's just they got to the good stuff a hell of a lot quicker. It's accelerated. You know yeah, what I mean? Accelerated. Like week yeah, one yeah. was a yeah, 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 yeah. shit show, right? Like it was pretty terrible. Yep. Yep. Uh, even the first half against the Lions was suspect. But man, I tell you what, from about week three on, they've been playing at a high level. Now the 49ers still moved the ball at times in the second half. They turned it on, but they got better much, much quicker than they ever did under Mike Pettin. Like the fact that they have been playing, you know, high level championship caliber defense for the past three or four weeks. I mean, in October into November, yeah. we're getting this. We're used to well, this like late December, maybe early January. But you're seeing it in like third and one and fourth mm. and one and goal line stuff. That Those are not the places no. that the Green Bay Packers defense has made money. The discipline, you know what I'm saying? The discipline on this squad <laughs> is insane. The stop that they had on the fir- on the fourth down attempt that the Chiefs had on their second drive, where they stopped them and Savage sniffed out that guy in the flat. He was looking for Kelsey Long, had to come down short. Gary's in his face, so he take, has to take the, the short one, and Savage is right there along with a couple of his buddies, and they sniffed that out perfectly. How many times, Corey, how many times have we seen plays in that exact situation where there's a dude screaming wide open, and it's like no resistance whatsoever? Of course they're going to go for it on fourth down. This is the easiest defense ever to convert these things against. Like, the discipline on this squad, again, later in the game, holding them out of the end zone. It's just – it's it's happening with such regularity now. I'm kind of like – I don't want to – I want to savor it all because I don't want to ever take it for granted because we went so long Mm -hmm. having a defense where you were just giving up on short yard. Like, if it's fourth and one and they're going for it, in the past, I'm resigned. It's like, all right. They have it. What are they calling on first down? Because they're going to get this. Um but, yeah, this team, the discipline on defense, both in the sense of a scheme, but also just fundamentals. We've talked about yeah. it a couple times on this show, and I've talked about it on Daily, but, man, the idea that if a guy does catch a football on this secondary, they are done. It is over. You are tackled. You are going to the ground. Yards after catch are not a thing against the Green Bay Packers defense. Does it happen on occasion? Sure, yes. But for the most part, yeah, guy gets – catches the ball he's done it's over you're staying right there and that is the antithesis of everything we've seen in green bay over the last decade not just mike petton yeah that decade plus in green bay so yeah just the discipline of this squad is so so readily apparent and improved it's it's nice. It's I'm 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 I was waiting happy. for you to say it's all because of the Packers fence, because I'm down for that too, <laughs> by the way. Clearly. Oh, we should see. See, I should have had that ready for a for a visual. The Packers fence. Get on, Packers get on board the D train. The D train this year. The D train. The first baby. time we, we honored the defense. Thanks to Spencer and, and Zane and Matt. Yeah, good call. And, uh, good call we, on their part. We honored the D, and that's why we got the D, I, baby. I, I think that's science, right? I think that's good. Uh, it's a Kenny clear, Clark. Kenny Clark was like, yo, put me right on there, the fence. You know? We listened to Kenny, and Kenny delivered. <laughs> no and question. Kenny and the D delivered. Um, you know, speaking of delivering and needing things and having them and wanting them and receiving them, and uh, there are times in this world, Corey, when, you know, people are trying to take stuff from you and people are trying to, like, get stuff from you, and they're, and you have to defend yourself. Well, I- I'm telling people to make sure they call the law firm of Campbell and Barnes <laughs> because these gentlemen are not allowing offenses to do what they wish. In the past, free reign. Come on in. We have no defense for whatever it is you're trying to do. 
on offense, ladies and gentlemen, call Campbell and Barnes because they will defend you and make sure that no <laughs> offense gets what they want. <laughs> I just love Campbell and Barnes. I don't know you why. Sh- I just had love a, it. We should have had a little. We should have a little song for it. <laughs> A little jingle. Because all the, all the law firms have a little, a little song. A little jingle, yeah. Uh, I, I'm yeah. sure I could have got that to Eric, um, but I had to get on the train <laughs> and get to the studio. But Campbell and Barnes, man, that, that's the next, that's, that should be the next Cheesehead TV shirt. Campbell and Barnes is uh, here to defend you. Um, all right, should we take a quick look at the uh, Seattle Seahawks, the opponent? Mm, let's, the Packers are let's facing s- on Sunday. Uh, not I only got, I got some people. I got some Seahawks fans coming to the house, Nate. That's unfortunate. You let them in. You allow that? Uh, one guy I was in Blue Man Group with, so right. I, I had to kind of do it. <laughs> oh, I know. One of my old, really good friends, Pete Tenney, is a producer I worked with at Bleach Report. He's a huge Seahawks fan. And this is the one week of the year where I will, where I will hear from him. Like, Yeah, he's, it, he, he's actually the cool thing about this fan. This yeah. Him and his buddy are coming from Seattle. Like they live, I think one of them live in Portland, actually, right. not Seattle, but but one of them lives in Seattle. But then the best thing is, it's so funny because they're like, um, so like, are we tailgating with like cars and trucks and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bro, don't you follow me on Instagram? Like, what are you doing? That, that ain't, it ain't Just that. Check style. out my Instagram. That's lot That's one. That's not how we're rolling. That's lot one. Send them over to like, lot one. I'll for send. A bit. Yeah, I am. I'm definitely sending them to over it. to lot one to be like, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of Seahawks fans over there. Yeah. They'll great. help you out. That's great. I love it. <laughs> um, so, you know, the Packers are getting, most likely, Aaron Rodgers back. The Seahawks are getting a couple guys back, too, in the form of Russell Wilson and Chris Carson, their starting quarterback and starting running back. Um, obviously, that makes the Seahawks a lot more formidable. We'll see how effective Russell Wilson is. He has not played extremely well in Lambeau Field in the past, um, although he did kind of help the offense – of Seattle storm back a couple playoff games ago. But for the most part, you know, it's the road team that's had a real tough time of it in this uh, Packers-Seahawks matchup the last four or five years. So uh, they need all the help they can get, and they're going to get Russell Wilson and Chris Carson on Sunday. Um, the Seahawks' defense was very, very poor to start the beginning of the year. But I tell you what, uh, they're coming off their bye week, which always helps, of course, rest it up. But – the last kind of three weeks, this defense has been playing better and better. Um, no one's going to confuse them for the Legion of Boom anytime soon, but um, this is not a pushover, especially not the pushover that the Seahawks were on defense the first part of the year. That first kind of two- or three-week stretch, the start of the season, whoo, baby, it was ugly. Uh, and then finally, Bobby Wagner. I don't, I don't know. Wait, problem. wait, Nagler. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you know this. Yes, sir. I don't know if you know this, but – our offense doesn't really do well against bad defenses. <laughs> uh, certainly didn't last week. But they were starting a uh, quarterback for the first time ever in the NFL, his NFL career. So hopefully Aaron Rodgers is back in the mix and that'll go Is to the hell. Seahawks is – the, is, is the Saints defense any good? Nah, they're not that good. They're uh, – I want to say they're middle of the road, better than average. Yeah. That's that? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We do well. We do well against really good defenses. That's what our offense is made for. I don't we'll know why. see. We'll see. Um, but regardless if it's Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love at quarterback on Sunday, they're going to have to deal with Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner is still a problem. I'm telling you, this guy is all over the field. It's it's Fred Warner again as far as needing to account for him on every single play. 
He's not the Superman he once was, but, man, you do not account for this kid. He is going to wreck your game. You have got to make sure every single play, I'm telling you, he is everywhere. He's sideline to sideline. He's running with tight ends and wide receivers even sometimes down the seam. He is still a force. And uh, I don't like him because he plays for the Seahawks, but as a football fan, I think he's incredible. So yeah, that is he is going to be um, somebody the Packers got to worry about, you know. And every week I try to point out p- people they have to worry about. Last week it was Chris Jones, and Chris Jones gave him stuff to worry about without a question. And I, uh, this week it's Bobby Wagner. So – that's the guy to circle in your program. Uh, you got anything else uh, for the Seahawks there, Benke? No, I'm I'm just excited about this weekend. I'm just like Green Bay is about to be. I think I honestly think, and I said this on Twitter, I really think this is going to be that first weekend like where it's going to feel a l- the closest it's ever felt to pre-pandemic, you know? That's pretty – that's a bold I'm statement. I'm here for it. That's a bold statement. I'm here for it. I am one. I'm one hundred million thousand percent here for it. Okay, I am one hundred million percent not there for it. I'll be here <laughs> in my apartment. I'm sorry, Nick. It is what I'm it sorry. is. FOMO kicking in. It's all good. Uh, all right, let's do it. Let's go, Austin. Roll it. <laughs> Packer blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Corey Banke, the Packer blogosphere is filled, filled, I tell you, with one thing and one thing only. It is OBJ madness, my friend. Odell Beckham Jr. has completely taken over the internet as far as the Packers are concerned. Um, I just wanted to take a quick spin through some of the best, (laughs) maybe some of the worst reactions I've seen so far. Uh, starting with our buddy over there at the Pat McAfee Show, Ty Schmidt. Love this, buddy. This is it. This is the look you want to be going for. It's time. That's right. It's time for OBJ. I like it. Ty knows what's up. Uh, we've got the groom here talking about waiting, patiently waiting. It sounds like we're going to have to wait a few more days. Patiently waiting. Uh, then we've got Randall Cobb's burner. I didn't know Randall Cobb had a burner account, but he's talking about bringing Aaron's buddy to the Packers. There they are, those gentlemen looking good. That's obviously a few years ago, but like that look. Let's bring them together. Uh, and then not only are fans getting into this, but players too. One Preston Smith, you may have heard of him, talking about, hey, Packers, you heard the news about OBJ? And then he had a follow-up tweet today, I think. Preston's all in. And I know Devontae was talking about it today. Like These guys want it. These guys want it to happen. Uh, then we have our friend Chris Burke. Go way back with Chris. He's He's been in the mix on the Packer blogosphere forever. He'll go blonde if OBJ becomes a Packer. Well, Chris. Oh, my goodness. Get that die ready, buddy. Uh, and then finally, friend of show, Matt Ramage. I mean, really going above and beyond here. Talking about hooking OBJ up with a $50 gift card from Quick Trip. <laughs> the food never disappoints. Matt Ramage. I feel like. Doing his duty. Doing his 111. How much Quick Trip. That's Coach would say. How much mac and cheese can you get from... Fifty dollars, like a, a quick lot, trip, right? probably a bunch. That'll, that'll get you. That'll get you a lot of mac and cheese. I would think I they think. could get a get quite a bit of mac and cheese uh, for fifty mm. bucks. Um, so there you go. And that, I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Really, there's there's tons of it out there. People are hyped for OBJ, which of People course you know means that the Packers are not going to sign him. We all know that's what no this way. means, right? 
I don't I don't see it happening. I mean, that's how it's going to work. <sighs> we get up, maybe and we get down. Maybe the only time the Packers make moves like this is when they want to distract from something. So <laughs> it could might could happen. So they're going to distract from the COVID fallout. Is that it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They're like, you know what? Packers fans. It's don't like, care. you know what? You know, I know we don't care at all, but I'm just saying, like, in, I'm just saying that could be the, like, I just don't see Brian is not thinking that way. He doesn't care. He's, he's, he, he is looking into the future. He is, if he is doing his job, he is living in 2023, 2024, and 2025. Well, here's That's the thing. literally no, no, no. his it's living. It's a balance, right? You got to look to the future. There's no doubt about it, but you're also trying to win a championship this year. And I think Odell would help them do that, which is why they have reportedly made an offer. Now, it's for the Fed minimum because that's what they can do. You know, they got $4 million worth of cap space. Yeah, so he's going to take – there's no way he's going to take that minimum. That's the thing. There's just no way, dude, right? Maybe. If he's going to get to play with Aaron Rodgers for eight games, pump up his stats, and then hit free agency in the fall, in the spring? but With a championship ring he, on his finger? Dare I, dare I open this can of what, worms? What, is he going to go play because... with Trevor Simeon in, in New Orleans? I just feel like here's the thing. Like I'm totally with you on like go broke or go home or go broke, right? right? right. So I'm you know you know I'm down to sign those money machines. Totally. But I just you know I worry about the Martellus Bennett like signings, the ones that are just like they're very toxic and they just end up really bad for us overall. All right, all right. Let's slide back here. See, you you go to Martellus Bennett, which I understand. I get it. But I'm here to tell you. And I'm not saying he's anything like him at all. It's just that, like, the drama, there's right? It's like stuff. the drama and there's all the tendon, things. There's stuff. There's a yeah. tendon stuff that comes with him. He's got a very public past in the spotlight, right? It's not even like yep. he's done anything off the field that you would consider untoward or problematic. Nope. But he has nope. produced a lot of drama and a lot of narratives. That yep. he has done. Now, the biggest thing you could probably remember is, like, I mean, people have pointed the the kicking net thing and whatever was going on in, in, here in New York. Uh, of course, the, the, the boat trip with his teammates prior to the playoff game against the Packers back in the day. All of yeah, that boat trip. is so tame. <laughs> it's so it's it such a nothing burger. It is tame. In the sense of what his well, talent and is. Well, you know why it's know? not is because he was so talented and New York just needs that, yes. right? It's like New York media is like, oh, we have someone who's actually really good, good in the sport. <laughs> Let's 100 Let's times put into every. The ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That is true. It's that so, is true. So true. And. The, and but that 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 I guess I guess and 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 apologies for anybody who you know I'm not trying to compare the two, uh, obviously. I but think just people know what you mean. This idea of that, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're nothing alike. They're but totally the different thing. individuals. Like, you can make but, the argument you know. that you know the distraction he became in Cleveland because he was trying to create a distraction so they would either trade him or release him, which clearly yeah. worked. He got what he wanted. He's yep. out of there. Yep. Um, you know, we saw similar stuff. With Randy Moss in Oakland, you know, we saw yep. similar stuff again in Oakland with Charles Woodson. Now, Woodson obviously ended up in Green Bay and had a great, you know, second part of his career and won a championship, won a big-time Defensive Player of the Year award. Um, and his reputation was at an all-time low when he hit the street. You know, Randy Moss was the same thing. He's done and he's going to be a problem. Don't bring him in. He's a locker room cancer, which is always my favorite phrase, as I said on Twitter. Yeah. It's amazing how 
the locker room cancer authorities have never been anywhere near a locker room. But um, well, that's that, dude. That is like so. That is so hundred percent true. Who is writing those words, right. those phrases, exactly. and? Yeah, it's, it's they don't have it's a clue. Nonsense. It's complete nonsense. It's but. like it's like outside consultants telling you how what your turnover ratio <laughs> should be, right. or like right. if you have bad turnover, or right. like it's true if people quit, yep. you know, or whatever. Like like how people, but yeah, outside forces seeing what you're seeing doing from inside, the outside, based not on knowing anything exterior about things. Workings. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, the one thing I will ridiculous. say though, though, it's funny you bring up Brian and what he's doing and how he approaches this or whatever. All I could think of today was Brian, if you are ever. Presented with the opportunity to talk, speak to Odell Beckham Jr. on the phone. Please have a better bedside manner than Ted Thompson. Because Randy Moss tells the story of how they were re- they were ready to go and they were like gonna make the trade to get Moss. And then Ted talked to Randy on the phone and basically laid down the law that Donald Driver was the number one and you gotta be able to fall in line. <laughs> and Randy Ted. was like, What? So, you know. We love Ted, love Ted eternally, but Brian, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, just a little <laughs> bit better of a bedside manner. If you get the opportunity to pitch the idea, maybe not a, and I think everyone knows Devontae is the number one. It's like, no, there's no secrets here, but. Yeah, you don't need to tell just, anybody. You don't need to lay down also, the law, is all I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's my only hope, my only dream here. Um, I, I talk, Talking about dreams, actually. Um. I have a dream. Yes. I have a dream, Corey. I have a dream of every Packers fan, every single one, whether they're here in New York, there in Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the pond in England, perhaps in Germany, perchance in Russia, Japan, or India. Packers fans worldwide, every single one of them, subscribing to the Cheesehead TV YouTube channel. Uh, and for that endeavor, we had our good friend Cody put together what I consider a pretty phenomenal ad to let people know who we are, what it is we do. And if you are on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, please, 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 please hit subscribe. Um, And if you are on YouTube, you're probably going to see this ad quite a bit coming up here the stretch run of the season. Uh, Let's roll that, Austin, because I I love what Cody did here. Mari Rogers went north and south and returned. Liked it. I know. I got very excited. Oh, hey. Oh, it's my Matt goodness. LaFleur. Nice to uh, remind people that 250 can move. Aaron Jones just drilled that touchdown. Bias because friend, friend of the, the show. show. Patrick Taylor rooting for him. Oh, no. He's gone. <laughs> Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I love that no, uh, Matt Mamba ending. The Matt Mamba, Mamba ending. Matt I think Mamba Mamba's the perfect button. It's the perfect button on it. It's so good. <laughs> but Cody obviously does all of our uh, predictions videos. He cuts all those. He cuts the hype videos. He does phenomenal work. Just wanted to give him a shout-out because I thought he really nailed that. Uh, you know what, Trey? It yeah, starts to encapsulate everything we do here on the Cheesehead TV channel, so to speak. And you know what we do? We talk to folks all around the world, Packers fans. Corey, anything going on there in the, the old chat? Yeah, so uh, we got some uh, chats. We got some first one we're going to start out with on Facebook. Mike Walker on Facebook. Uh, wait till my teeth. There we go. Cobb needs to return punts 1,000%. Correctamundo. Couldn't agree more. Then we got a super chat from Saul Guillen. 
Odell, Devontae, Rodgers, and Jones would be a dangerous offense. Thanks for the Super Chat. Saul, I I agree. Uh, Luke C., watching from Japan. Speaking of uh, Packer fans worldwide, go Pack Go. Um, John Sturrock, Lancashire, UK. So there you go. You You got Japan and UK. There you go. And then you got Michael Dehart on Facebook. Michael, thanks for watching us on Facebook. Go Pack Go with some, uh, with some, you know. Oh, look, the emojis, emojis even show up on baby. the graphics. On That's now. pretty cool. Uncultured Barbarian What's up, with the super How chat. You doing, buddy? Even manned by the walking wounded, the defense is fire. When the guys start coming back, this D will be so good, even Brandy won't complain much. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Brandy is uh, one of our awesome moderators and uh, super uh, Patreon user and complains about every uh, defensive coordinator we've ever had in the history of life with the Green Bay Packers. (laughs) Uh, Mark, thanks for the super chat. Campbell is the secret sauce. No doubt. No question. I will say, I think he's taken his game to another level um, past what he was doing in Arizona and Atlanta. And I do wonder how much of that is due to Joe Barry who is a former linebackers coach. Um, Obviously, the scheme helps him, but yes, Campbell has really solidified things inside, no doubt. Um, Oh, somebody said I missed the mustache. (laughs) Well, you'll get a a playoff beard soon. Wilford Brimley is going to come back to the show. That freaking ad is great and everything, but it does immortalize (laughs) the fucking mustache. Good Lord. Uh, Gil, thanks for the super chat. This is the true D train. Last year was the D scooter. Oh, <laughs> uh, Casey Hubbolt, uh, my three-year-old daughter just took a picture of you, gentlemen, and said, "I took a picture of the Packers because I thought you would like it." Oh, that's adorable. oh my goodness. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the mix cute. up there, but you know, and, just uh, don't tell yeah, her. Yeah, you can just don't tell her. Just just frame it and put Packers under. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the rest of her life, she'll be like, the Packers. The Packers. Every time we come on, it'll be great. Uh, Matt Mamba. Matt Mamba. Speaking of Matt Mamba. Is A.J. Dillon in the ring of honor yet? And if not, what's taking so long? Fantastic question. We'll have to ask A.J. about that on Monday. Yeah. Tulio Fonseca, thanks for Super Chat. Is it too much to ask for special teams to play better? Go, Pack, go. We didn't talk about special teams. People asking about it, Nagler. I know you get it on daily all the time. I didn't want to incur the wrath teams. of Corey Banky. I thought this was a special teams free zone. <laughs> oh, a lot of great job, Cody's. Thank you, guys. Uh, we got to get got to tell Cody, Cody to look at the, the chat, truth, man. You got to tell Cody to look at the chat. There's a lot of great job, Cody's, from us playing that. Um, oh man, we can talk about. I mean, you know, there uh, there was somebody who's like, spe- you, you guys didn't talk even talk special teams. teams. You don't want to. Do you really, really want to talk special teams? I don't want to nope. talk special teams. Uh, they got to play better. Randall Cobb needs to be returning punts. Make the fucking kicks. Done. Too old for this. Thanks, Super Chat. Just listen to the MLF presser and his response to your question. I guess I've got to do a better job in your eyes. Damn, he took that personal. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think he was having fun with it. We're all good. Trust me. Trust me. That we've had we've had testier exchanges on text than that. That's that was nothing. Uh, what do we got? Uh, DFW drains at cheesehead TV. Are you guys finally ready for eighties Packers trivia? It will be presented in jeopardy style. Yeah, we should do that. Actually. We should, we should do some jeopardy. Luke C. Thanks for the super chat. Carrying the G in Japan. Go pack. Go another Japan. Pretty awesome. Well, Luke was earlier. Go pack. Overshadow Sean. Uh, (laughs) yep. yep. (laughs) 
I don't, I don't know <laughs> yep. what he's yepping. I agree, man. Something, Tell, something we said. I'm absolutely on board. I agree dude. with you. Overshadow Sean, I agree with you. Yep. Matt, Matteo Rubinato representing Italy and carrying the cheese. What's there up, you go. Italy? Got, How you doing? Hey, congrats from... on the big Euro win this summer. There you go. And, uh, oh, there's Cody Rocap. P- appreciate the love. Follow Cody on Twitter, you Uh-oh. guys. He is oh, the man. Is. He's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, so um, that's all I got. You know, speaking of fans worldwide, we got something very special for our Patreon members. Um, right, Nagler? A thousand percent Pretty correct. cool, actually. We got a big uh, Patreon event coming up. Patreon members, you guys know, we talk about it on uh, every week, really, on our uh, happy hour. The Patreon members are the lifeblood of Cheesehead TV. We we could not do what we do without you guys. Your support means everything to us. We really appreciate it. And thanks to one of our most diehard Patreon members, Charlene, we are having the first ever Cheesehead TV Patreon meetup on Saturday, December 11th at 5 p.m. Central. The first ever Cheesehead TV Patreon meetup at Lambeau Field. Check this out. We'll be in a box at Lambeau, hanging out, having some drinks. This is, Hmm. again, thanks to the incredible generosity of Charlene Lim. We'll be kicking it in Lambeau's MVP box. There will be a cash bar, but no food, so arrive having eaten, you heathens. But (laughs) it is going to be a night for the ages. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just make sure you message us on Patreon that you're going to be attending so we make sure we got a, a proper count. But it is going to be... A lot of fun. And we'll talk about it on the, the happy hour. But just wanted to give Charlene a shout-out. Let Patreon members know if you're watching or listening later. Uh, make sure you check out all the information you need, including parking and all that. It, it's all on the Patreon page. It is going to be a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's the, That's pretty amazing. It's the Saturday before the Bears game. It's going to be a good time. That's pretty amazing. I just want to do, with my team, I just want to do two more graphics. We got one. We're, this first one, I got Shane Shepik on Facebook. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, Cheesehead TV and Chicken Booyah. It's a pretty good night here. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. I love that. And then we got the Super Chat. Thanks, Greg. Uh, on YouTube, uh, Greg Somerville, to quote Snacks Harrison on Twitter, who could stop Rogers, Adams, Jones, and OBJ? Nobody. Love you guys for all you do. Go Pack Go. Thank you, Greg. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That's perfect. I love it. Um, all right. You got anything else for the fine folks at home there, Banky, before we head off into no, the I evening? No, I think – I think everybody's excited about the meetup, getting some stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think that meetup's going to be fun, you guys. Everybody says, when you guys do a meetup? And here you go. No no better place than Lambeau Field. Absolutely. Kicking it, having a few drinks, meeting, meeting up with people in real life as opposed to Zoom. That's what I'm talking about. It's going to be a good time. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. What do we like to do? Put the best what out there? Come on, Nagler, help me out. Best five, all right? Best five.